0: dave and peggy and the rest of the family and friends of marky aunts and uncles and cousins and friends grace and mercy and peace be to you from god our father and from our lord and savior jesus christ amen although marky died tragically at the young age of 52 there was nonetheless a lot that you could say about Marky. Living in many different places from Oklahoma to Virginia to Mississippi, multiple various jobs and hotels as a vet tech, a marriage, a deep love of animals. But most of all, I think Marky will be remembered by one thing, and that is her devotion that she had to her friends and especially to her family. She was never afraid to tell her family and her friends what she thought. She would be very blunt with you, but that did not mean that she was not devoted to you. I remember the first time that I met Marky, I pulled up in the Henderson's driveway and I was her pastor. She'd never had met me before. I had become her pastor by being installed here at this church. And I showed up and she said, Pastor, I've been waiting to see you. And she came up and gave me a hug and a kiss and acted like we'd known each other forever. And ever since then, she accepted me as her pastor and devoted herself to the ministry that I would give her every time I was there. She was devoted Truly friendly and especially devoted to her family, to Dave and to Peggy, always being there for them in their house when they needed it. And of course, most of all, maybe remembered for her devotion to her son, Jonathan. And that brings us to the other thing that you could say about Marky, that in her 52 years of life, she also was tested. She suffered. Peter said in our epistle that we heard earlier, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials. So that the tested genuineness of your faith more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire. She had fire in her life, lots of fiery various trials, lots of fire that the Lord had sent to her to refine her silver and her gold of faith. Like all of us, she struggled deeply with sin, The wages of sin is death, and that is why Marky is here, where she is now. And all of us will be there one day, too. There's no escaping that death. She struggled with sin, but she also struggled with other things, too. Maybe things that some of us have not struggled with. She was, maybe most of all, grieved by the loss of her son, Jonathan, at a young age. It is always tragic when a child dies before their parents. That happened to Marky, and now Dave and Peggy, it has also happened to you. But that shows us the nasty nature of sin in this world. And after Jonathan's death, she also had demons, she would tell you about them, and temptations. And we don't need to name all of them here, but many of you know how much she had to fight against the devil every day, against sin and the ugliness of this world. But I want you to remember, when you think about those things, about Marky, Not just the good, but also the ugly. What Peter had to say about those sufferings. They were not for her harm. They were to test her faith. I want you to hear what Peter said before that too. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope. Through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. To an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you. A lot of people, maybe yourselves included, may have looked at Marky over the last several years with all her sufferings and spiritual struggles. And you wouldn't have seen Marky as some goody two-shoes Christian. Someone who always had their life together in every single way. Some Mother Teresa, they're always helping people and doing good works. But notice the verbs about salvation that Peter uses. It doesn't say, and if you do good enough getting through these trials, you will be saved. It doesn't say that you will be able to save yourself through your own resurrection from the dead. It doesn't say you will be able to escape death on your own. It says Jesus, he has caused us to be born again. He has saved us. He has raised us up to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Marky could not... In all her trials, you cannot, in all your grieving, help yourself. You cannot save yourself or give yourself hope in these dark times. Only Jesus can save you. You have to be born again by the will, not of the flesh, not of mankind, but the will of God. His grace, which he has brought to us in his incarnation, grace upon grace through faith alone. And the good news is this, Marky, I do believe in the depths of my heart, apprehended that salvation. Not a weak salvation, not a salvation that man thinks he earns for himself But the salvation that comes through faith alone, she apprehended by faith. She trusted in Jesus for the forgiveness of her sins. she trusted that God was the one sending her all her trials in life and that he would bring her through it. When I was at her bedside many times during her last days on this earth, I would ask her questions like this, Marky, do you believe that you're a sinner? And she said, yes, I know I'm a sinner. And I said, do you believe that you deserve punishment for your sins? And she said, well, I'm not sure about that, but if God says so, yeah, I think so. And I said, do you believe that Jesus saved you from that punishment by his death and resurrection? And she said, yes, I do. And I said, are you ready to go and be home with him? And she said, no, I'm going to go home and feed the cat. What are you talking about, Pastor? (laughs) And then I said, but if you can't go home and feed the cat, are you ready to go home and be with Jesus? And she said, yes, whenever he's ready, I'm ready. Marky's life on this earth was perishable. It was defiled, and it was fading, as all of ours are. But we can take hope today, because through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, she has entered the wedding feast of the Lamb. Just like this white pall covers the urn, it's purple, by the way, and she... Apparently loved purple. She is now clothed with the white robes of Christ's righteousness. And she is singing the Lord's praises, blessing and honor, and glory and might be to our God. And she's singing those praises next to Jonathan. And one day you too, you can sing those praises with her, also clothed in white. Because she has put on the imperishable. She has put on in Christ the undefiled and the unfading. Today in the church here is the day of Epiphany. January 6, 12 days after Christmas. The day that the wise men are said to have come to the house of Jesus. And the message of today, the message of that epiphany, that revealing of Jesus Christ is this, is that Jesus has come to all people, even those magicians from the east who shouldn't have needed to know about Jesus. And yet they did. And they came and Jesus revealed himself to them. Jesus came to Marky in her life and he comes to you today. To you who grieve you who trust know that we do not grieve as those who have no hope. But we know the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Hear again what Peter said, though you do not see him now. We don't see Jesus now in the flesh. Yet you believe in him. And you rejoice with him. It is a sad day, but Marky is rejoicing. It is a sad day, but you will also rejoice because that joy is inexpressible. Unable to be described in human terms. A joy that has hope because it is filled with the glory of Christ's righteousness. We do not grieve as those who have no hope. And I'll leave you with this one thing that I think we can learn from Marky's life, all of us, is that no matter what sufferings and temptations and sins and trials, fiery as they may be, may come. Don't stop fighting the demons. Marky never stopped casting out the demons in the name of Jesus, she told me. And I think that's great. Because Christ wants to prepare for you, just like he did for Marky, a better future. Think of how devoted Marky was to Jonathan. Your father in heaven is so much more devoted to you. So much so that he sent his only begotten son in the flesh to die for your sin in your place. So that the wages of your sin, even though they be death in this flesh, yet you may live in him forever. For if you are baptized in him, you have died with Christ. And if you have died with him, you will certainly be raised again with him. That's how much he cares about you. That he would kill his own son and raise him from the dead. That you may also have resurrection out of death. That on the day when Marky is raised in the flesh, when God comes back in his son, Jesus Christ, and puts these ashes back together into an immortal and beautiful and glorious body that you can be raised to and live in the new heavens and the new earth forever with him. And so believe on him today. It doesn't matter who you are. You can't save yourself. So turn to the one who can and receive his gifts with praise and thanksgiving, just like Marky did. To him be all the honor and glory now and forever. Amen. We rise for prayer.